This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Today's not such a simple show as I normally do, because... I'm a little bit out of my element, but that's great. And I've got some, I've got a uh, room full of people here. And uh, by the way, thank you for tuning in. It's Friday, three o'clock, and we're happy to have everybody here. And uh, and Kixie is a our new home on Fridays at three. And I want to thank everybody for for putting up with us. And we got a great show for you today. And uh, I've got a wonderful young lady who I'm going to introduce in just a moment. But first, Eric, how are you? I'm doing well, Kevin. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Back in the studio. It's a rare thing these days. But, I uh, know. It's nice. I was talking to my son on the way up here, and it's like, I'm, I'm kind of retired now, so I don't get out during rush hour. It's like, what are all these people doing on the highway? <laughs> yeah. it's uh, We've definitely come back to life, you know, as far as uh, uh, being in the office and back in the studio and, uh, you know, hitting the clubs and all that stuff. Oh, it's great to see. It's great to see. Uh, although I, it's been 20 years since I've hit a club, so I don't I think it'll be a while before. <laughs> well, as long as the club's not hitting you, then I think we're okay. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I want to thank you for being here. You add so much to the show, and we really appreciate you. Always fun. So thank you so much. And by the way, are you a fashion guy? I know you're a musician. Do you know anything about fashion and that kind of thing? You know, I like to think that I have a certain style. I don't know if that uh, equates to fashion, but... Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I try and keep up, I guess. I have a certain style, too, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, As long as you're comfortable in your skin, I think that's the most important thing. Or my clothes. But yes. The other one works. Exactly. And, yes. yes. And, so, and so, But we've got a great show because we've got a, a, a fashion designer. We've got a photographer who does some really cool things. And we have Miss Washington, who's the cherry on top of the sundae. And so she, she's right here, and her name is Amber Smith. And Amber, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you again, Kevin. How are you? I'm awesome, thank you. I always do well, especially when I get to be around fashionable people doing great things. But the reason you're here is because you're going to help me guide us through the conversations that we're going to have next. Yep, I brought... David Bailey and Maria Venturini. And um, David Bailey um, runs Fashion District Northwest. His next show is Saturday, July um, 22nd. Is that right? Okay. It's Cars for Couture, or Couture for Cars. Couture on Cars. Oh, and or, Cars. And Cars. And cars. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am so sorry. I just butchered it here. <laughs> That's, that's okay. Couture and Cars fashion show. Um, and then he's also uh, starting another uh, fashion show, September 30th, Fashion in Flight. So can can you tell us a little bit about the Coutures and Cars show? Well, well, first of all, before we go there, let's talk about the magazine first, because both of these folks are in the magazine, aren't they, are they not? Yeah, yes, they were in our first edition. Um the spring edition, 2023, this year. Um, actually, our opening edition, um, 
And I knew Maria and I knew David and kind of handpicked them for the um, magazine. Yes, indeed. So yeah. if you want to pick up the egg, if you want to get a digital copy of the magazine, you can go to kmmedia.pro and there's a, um, the name of the magazine is Northwest. It's the Pacific Northwest Collaborative Magazine. You can find us on Instagram at PNW period collab. Mag, I think. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I just forgot our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it happens. It, it happens. Yes. So, so, and, so anyway, uh, thank you all for being here. And, yeah, thank you. And uh, so, and take it, take it away. Sure. Um, yeah. So, did you want to tell us a little bit about the Couture and Cars fashion show, David? Yes. Uh, yeah. This we are. Thank you for having me, Amber, and thank you, Kevin, okay. for having me. Um, <clears throat> we are doing our fifth annual Couture and Cars fashion show. Saturday, July 22nd at the LeMay Museum, uh, LeMay America's Car Museum in Tacoma, Washington. It's right next to the Tacoma Dome. Uh, this will be our fifth time doing it. Uh, we actually had Maria in there a couple years ago at, uh, participating in one of our shows. Um, it's our, our fifth annual show. We've got uh, six couture designers showcasing. We'll have, um, we run doors open at six. Event goes from seven to nine, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's uh really merges our love of fashion and cars and it's kind of a unique fashion show setting for us to be able to put on a show. Um, and that's, we're excited for that. We still have tickets available. Um, we've sold out of our VIP seats, which we're only a week away. So that's a good thing. Uh, but we have about uh, 90 second and third row seats left uh, for, for the show uh, for the next Saturday. And I believe me and Maria are going to be attending. This will be my first time attending cars and couture. So our couture and cars, I keep saying it backwards. <laughs> so does that mean that if you are listening to this and you want to go, but you're like, oh, my husband probably won't want to go. Well, there are cars involved. So just tell him that there are antique cars. Is that right? We've got, uh, so we've got a couple different collections at the museum for this year. The, the LeMay America's Car Museum's got their Porsche collection. So they have vintage and modern Porsches on the main floor, probably about 20 to 25 cars. They've got some absolutely beautiful ones. Um, I think my favorite is, I think, the 1950s uh, Porsche Roadster. Absolutely gorgeous little convertible that they've got. Uh, they've got quite a bit of collections. Um, on the main floor, they've also got kind of a, a mix of collections. I know right now they've got a hot rod sitting in the middle of the an old, like, uh, 40s hot rod, uh, as well as the 1960s Mustang, Eleanor, the, you know, from uh, Gone in 60 Seconds movie. Uh, we've got a very similar replica of that. So a lot of unique cars on, on the actual car room floor. It's one of the reasons why we set up this show to be the way that it is, is we've got uh, a lot of women that will come to the fashion shows, and I'd probably say typically it's about 80% females. But for this show, we actually draw on a lot of the guys that are usually hesitant to come to fashion shows, we, we draw a little bit bigger audience of males uh, that want to come and just check out the cars and we'll, we'll come with the women to, to check out the fashion as well. So we uh, try to blend a little bit of both in the fashion show to make sure that people got a view of not only the fashion and the cars at the same time. So it's a kind of a unique show for us to be able to put on. Now that's what they call marketing. Thank you. <laughs> um, and for the website, it's uh, www.coutureandcars.com. Um, which you can find and get tickets on from there. 
Thanks for um, telling us about that. Um, I wanted to let you know that one of my first cars <laughs> was a Maverick. I think it was in 1970s. So that totally just like came to mind as you're talking about these cars. <laughs> it's, it's amazing that there's a lot of um, vintage throwbacks. And uh, yeah. last year we had a uh, Alfa Romeo that was in the middle of the car, uh, middle of the fashion show. And it shocked me. It was a $20 million car. Oh. And no, had no idea. And, you know, somebody asked me if you go, okay, pick out the most expensive car in here. It would not even been in my top 20. Uh, but they go, nope, this is almost an original Alfa Romeo, uh, pristine collection, uh, pristine c- condition. And it's $20 million just sitting in the middle of the, the runway for us, which was, which is awesome. Uh, but you don't, I don't think of cars as like, oh, museum pieces. But, I mean, we're talking, you know, these are works of art. And it's why it's in, in a museum. Yeah. That's Imagine cool. how much a scratch would cost. That would <laughs> that would be pretty. I I wouldn't drive it. I I would leave it. I'd I'd actually hire for twenty million. I'd hire an armed guard to stand next to it. It's all life. No, I I agree right with you. I think some of these uh, haven't been driven in years. They they're literally um, moved into the venues on you know carted in on trailers, and I don't know if how many of them are are still running to to this day. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned the Ford Mustang. I remember my f- good friend's father bought a brand new 1965 Ford Mustang when in 1965. That's how old I am. <laughs> so, any anyway, keep keep going there. Oh sure. So um, I also brought Maria Venturini. Um, she's a wonderful, elegant fashion designer. Um, and do you want to tell us a little bit about like your brand and, and what Venturini Couture is committed to? And Well, uh, my name is Maria Venturini and I'm a fashion designer and a principal owner of Venturini Couture. And Venturini Couture is committed to the promotion of a sustainable design and um, using the fashion platform as our um, vision, positive and vision. Um, it's also, like you said, elegant. It's the signature of the house couture of Venturini. And it's inspired by the uh, couture houses from Paris and Milan. Like, uh, you know, I think it's very elegant, Dior and uh, in the 1930s. I mean, it's just, I would have loved to be in that era and have money to be able to buy clothes there. And also, um, we do upcycle and uh, using recycled material and um, some, you know, high-end fabrics mix in within. It's more or less, I'll say, 80, 83, maybe close to 90% recycled materials that it could, it was something else before and it turned out to be something gorgeous and elegant. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and um, this is a way to give a uh, positive thought to all the clients to help us change the environment because uh, fashion is so sad, but it's 
number two in pollution, uh, contributed to pollution in the world. Yeah, something I appreciate about your designs is that I really do feel like the lady that I wanted to become uh, when I put on your work. And I can't tell you that I have ever worn anything from anybody who has given me that gift of that feeling. That feeling. And so that is why I love your work so much. And yeah. And if, if you see my work, uh, it's very simple lines. It's not like, you know, they're very simple, but elegant, and they're classic. So it's one of the things uh, that Venturini has is timeless, elegant, and unique. Because I use recycled fabrics and pieces here and there, and I put them together, different textures, and I never really know uh, what is going to be the outcome until the end. So I'm not a kind of fashion designer that uh, draw and then sew. No, because I can't. Because I see, I have a, I get the pieces and I, I look at them and I sit there and I go, what can I do with this? So then I started putting it in mannequin and start draping and see. But then I have a vision and then at the end, the outcome it's totally different than what I started. <laughs> I start adding or taking things, you know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's, it's so much fun. We were going to New York Fashion Week together in 2021, and we kind of just added in the bow ties, yes. too, for the, uh, the event. So that was kind of fun to kind of. Yeah, mm -hmm. we, I took to New York Fashion Week uh, my recycled glamour, that the fabrics and stuff that they used to be, like a shower curtain or uh, any other things that I disconstructed and I did, you know. Yeah. I, and also ups, upcycle. Yeah, I believe, didn't I give you a few pieces to kind of like yeah, recreate? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so that was pretty yeah. fun. So, and I think this was part of a piece that yes. um, the, the blue, I'm wearing a, um, is this a powder blue maybe? Your yeah. color, powder blue um, top. What's the name of this? cut uh it will be a halter top halter top it kind of has like a little collar up here at the top and then it has like this little bow tie with rhinestones coming down the center and um it's yeah. a it's a halter top poplin because it has a little skirt on the yes. bottom it does have like mm -hmm. a little poplin and it's that bare back mm -hmm. <laughs> and by the way if you want to go to positive talk radio on the youtube site because that's we'll have that on video, and yes. so you can go look at that, and you can see the beautiful uh, uh, top that uh, Amber has on. It doesn't look like a curtain anymore. <laughs> it, do, do, do any of you remember uh, the Carol Burnett show? Yeah. Do you remember the episode that she did? Then they were doing a parody of of uh, Gone with the Wind, and she was wearing the curtain. Oh, yeah, all the way around, yeah. <laughs> you guys remember that? No. I don't remember that one. I'm sorry. That's that's all right. I, I, so you me. and me, we're kind of. Yeah. <laughs> well, and see, so you t you take, to, just to make it clear for folks, you take recycled materials. It could be a shower curtain. It can be a. A dress. It could be a dress <clears throat> or a pair of pants. Uh, anything. I just take it apart, wash it, because I throw everything on the washer before I do. So most of my stuff you can throw in the washer 
And where? Very good. Go I ahead. think she used her wedding dress. Did you not tear apart your wedding dress and like recreate oh, it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. I used my wedding dress because I'm divorced now, so why should I have? My daughter didn't want to wear my dress, so I make her, her dress the way she wanted it. So I deconstruct my dress and I do the, a totally different uh, thing. And it's also uh, in, the, in my website and the Recycle Glamour part. That's um, what I have, all that, whatever it was before, and it's turned into something beautiful. Yeah, my wife's wedding dress ended up in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that is just the statement. I'm going to leave it sit there. So well, Marie has made it to New York Fashion Week, right? <laughs> yeah, I made it to New York Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. And I have here one piece um, that is uh, shown in the um, um, New York Fashion Week as a couture piece. And it's a, a living, room, living room curtain. It's just, you know, it's organza and embroidered. So why not? You can use, you can use that. It's a um, wraparound blouse, long sleeve, uh, poplin with a bow tie on the waist. And here we have um, the skirt that it has some little pleats at the waist, but also you can see all the embroider uh, on the bottom. So, yeah, and then that one you can throw it in the washer and the dryer. And Now, that is really elegant. That That is very, you wouldn't think that that was made from recycled materials at all. And, <laughs> and, and the, the sleeves are so sheer. And yeah. yeah, and this one was a, a, dress, a simple dress, um, and then I took it apart and fixed it and put some um, rhinestone, uh, I mean, um, sequin stool, and made it elegant and long. Very And great. then I have in here is a pantsuit, um, a wedding dress, you know, nowadays you go and buy your wedding dress and you then after that you just take it, throw it in the closet and it's hanging there after you pay thousands of dollars. You were in my well, house. This this is eight hundred dollars. That's that's beautiful. And it's a multi purpose. Uh it's a pantsuit with a halter top and it has a tool skirt to wrap around representing, you know, for you guys to um they want to get married in, and then you can take it apart, uh, take the, the tool skirt out, and use it in the reception, or use that um, for another occasion, and you put a gold belt or a red belt, and just use it, you know, and it's made out of a shower curtain. And this uh, was shown on uh, Seattle, it says, Recycle, see, uh, no, Seattle Recycle Art is, is, is one. And uh, if you go and see that, and I think it's 2021, uh, my dress, a model is wearing my dress and is the, like the picture of, on the website or on the YouTube thing. Oh, very good. And your website again is? It's www.venturinicouture.com. I have a question for David, and I've always wanted to know this. I've known you forever, but I've never asked. Um, 
Why is it that you chose to get into the world of fashion? You seem very passionate, very dedicated to this this world, and I'm uh, just kind of curious, like what drives you? <laughs> I, I oddly enough, I started off as a fashion photographer, and uh, that's how I got into fashion to begin with. And the more I started to do, the more I'm like, okay, I want to get involved with shooting more designers and more models. I'm like, well. To make these connections, I started working more fashion shows. And then I started working more fashion shows and realizing the people that were running the fashion shows needed more help. So I got more involved in doing that. And it's almost kind of become a complete flip for me. I still do fashion photography. Uh, I actually did a photo shoot for Fashion in Flight, um, which is on our website. I did the photos for that show uh, just recently. But I started off just um, wanting to help out and realizing that there was a need for it. And I get more involved with uh, the designers and realize, okay, as much as, you know, my background isn't necessarily fashion, but it is understanding the business world, understanding how to market yourself, understanding how to, um, and I've learned a lot over the years um, from different experiences and, and stories that have been told me from other designers. And it's a, it's a very difficult niche to get into from, for designers to make it where they want to be, um, you know, we, we all think that it's it's a great uh, industry to get into, but it's a very challenging, difficult industry. So part of our company, Fashion District Northwest, is kind of focusing on the connecting and educating part of things. Um, we want to be able to help designers get to where they want to be. It's a, it's a weird industry in the sense that it's uh, a lot of it's focused on designer-oriented. If designers are designing and selling, the fashion industry will be strong in that region. Um, so... Part of my company is, is focusing on how can we help designers not only create and showcase, but how do we help them also sell that stuff so that they're making the money to be able to sustain all the other aspects of it, whether it's, you know, photo shoots that get involved or models that get involved or um, magazines in, involvement. It's, it's all kind of a uh, dependent on the fashion designer part of it. So the more I could get involved and kind of uh, help them, and I just realized that you know, I'm a great people. I think I'm a great people person. So being able to work with them and, and, you know, have a heart to kind of help walk them through those situations has been great. And I've known Maria for a number of years. She did our first show, uh, one of our first shows for Couture and Cars. I think it was the second year back in 2018. And I'm excited that to announce that she's going to be a part of Fashion in Flight. It's an inaugural show that uh, we'll be doing on September 30th as well. Does that involve airplanes? Oh, it does. It, it does. It does. It does. Yeah. Oddly enough, I went from a car-themed show to an uh, an airplane-themed show. And we're going to be doing a fashion show at the uh, Museum of Flight. Uh, they've actually partnering with us on this event, which is absolutely exciting for me. Um, they came to us and said, hey, we'd like you to produce a show. And I'm like, done. Let's, let's make this happen. So on September 30th, we're going to be doing a show at the Museum of Flight in their their grand hall. Um, the show is actually going to be uh, models will actually be walking around a Blackbird uh, plane, oh, which geez. is absolutely stunning. Um, there's planes not only on the ground in the venue, but there's planes in the sky uh, as they've got you know a dozen or so planes that are actually hanging from the ceiling in there. So it's a it's a rather unique venue, and I think it's going to be a fun place to to showcase uh, couture fashion. So right. now I this guess. that is a venue that. Really has something for everybody. Yes, and including they've got uh, stuff from the uh, shuttles. Yep, there, and they've got stuff from Apollo. 
And and now you can take the kids mm-hmm. and the husband and let them go wander around this museum and you go to the show. And that's kind of what we're trying to, to do with the, both of the shows, actually, is this encourage people to go and spend a day at the museum beforehand and then come to the fashion show afterwards. We pride ourselves on, on having a kid-friendly show in the sunset. We allow ages 10 and up. Um, I've got nieces and nephews, and I've wanted to get them involved in fashion as well, although my youngest niece is only 11 now, and uh, she came to her first fashion show last year. Um, so it's kind of fun to be able to have a family-friendly show. Not all fashion is necessarily family-friendly, so it's been kind of nice for us to find designers like Maria that's a very talented designer that's putting on beautiful gowns and garments on the runway and be able to showcase those designers and highlight some of the amazing and talented designers that we have around the Northwest. That's, that's, that's cool. one of the reasons I really appreciate like David Bailey's shows with Fashion District Northwest is it is family friendly. It's well organized, well run. We have a lot of a lot of fashion out uh, out here, but like David's really stands out to me. So um, that's why I, I just really wanted to promote you on our first right. issue because I'm like this guy needs to be. More people need to know about him and his events. <laughs> I really appreciate yeah. it. It's um, yeah. from my viewpoint, um, Kevin. I'm sure you're a, the movie Field of Dreams fan. <clears throat> oh yeah, I, I truly believe if you build it and you build it well, mm-hmm. they will come. And it was amazing for for us coming out of COVID uh, for Couture and Cars last year. Is you know typically you know we've the the outpouring of of support that we had coming out of COVID was amazing. We had ended up selling out, selling out so much that we ended up offering a standing room only ticket, and then we sold that out. Um, ended up having our biggest crowd yet, about uh, 525 people. Good for you. At the Lemay Museum last year, um, we're little. You know, if we sell out of our second, third row, then we'll also offer a standing room only for this year. So it's possible we still may sell out for this year's event, which is awesome. Um, we're expecting somewhere around 400 to 500 people for Fashion in Flight, which will be in September. And those tickets are online as well. Uh, and that, that information can be found at www.fashioninflight.org. Um, and we're excited about that. Um, it, it's fun bringing these events to the Northwest. And I, again, it's you know my viewpoint and Amber saying, talking about me, I like to, to really point the finger towards the direction, uh, the designers that are doing this because they're the ones that really need our support. Uh, they're the ones that put so much of their heart and soul into this, and I'm wanting to provide a platform for them to be able to showcase it and get the appreciation and the exposure in the Northwest that they deserve. Yeah, when me, me and Maria designed the bow tie, we had we designed it in honor of people like you in the fashion industry because the fashion, fashion industry sometimes isn't as, you know, clean and fun and family-friendly um, and so this was kind of a little symbol that we came up with because I, I was having a good experience, um, with, um, there was a many people that I had great experiences with. We always talk about the bad, um, you know, and people, I don't know if it's just like our, our, our habits to like, kind of like, you know, kind of not really focus on the good. So when I, we went with this bow tie, it was Let's focus on all the good out there in the fashion industry. And so that's kind of where the uh, little bow tie theme came from. And um, <laughs> so I just wanted to let you know that this was kind of like done in your honor and among other people's honor as well um, for just being, you know, just being a good representation in the fashion industry. <laughs> You're famous now. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, if you say so, I will just take it with a grain of salt. I don't feel like I'm famous. I just, I, I feel like in a lot of ways I'm, I enjoy what I do and I'm passionate about it. And I, I think that, uh, like you said, with uh, Field of Dreams, if you build it and you build it well, people will come. And it's been great to see, see the sport come out to these events. Well, next one we'll have to come up with a football and fashion show. And well, and that would now I'd even go to that. I might even, yeah. Anyway, by the way, we're talking with Amber Smith. She is Miss Washington, former Miss Washington, and Maria Venturini. Thank you. I can't say that. David Bailey, I can say all day. So, <laughs> so we, we need to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more with both of these fine guests and f- about fashion in the Northwest. We'll be right back after these messages. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second, I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So, what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits, beyond expenses, to be awarded to a local or international charity or project which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we'll lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio. When you want to say more than words communicate, You can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com. Connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio, video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash our dash store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at Kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's create something great. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio here on KIXI. It's Friday it's about 3.35 in the afternoon or thereabouts, and uh, we're glad everybody's here. Uh, traffic, of course, is heavy, so relax. Stay in your air-conditioned car because you know it's nice and warm out there, and you can listen to us because Amber uh, Smith, a former Miss Washington, is talking with Maria Vet- Vet- Venturini. Thank you very much. And David Bailey, and he's a fashion photographer and a, and a programmer now doing... All kinds of different things. He's also, we were talking during the break, he's a former college coach. And so he's, he's we're not quite sure how he made that connection yet, but that's, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out. So, so now it's got to be, you've got to get it together with Pete Carroll and do uh, fashion and football. Oh, that would be a dream of mine. And, and we're always trying to invite some of the uh, Seahawks to come out to, to this. And 
one of these days, I would love to get one of the Seahawks to actually walk the runway for us. So we'll see if that ever happens. But uh, Oh, good luck with that. I agree. It's, <laughs> it's going to be a challenge. to get, But some of them do like the spotlight. So uh, yeah, but they, they look great in suits. So, I mean, some of these guys definitely know how to dress. In the locker room, they would never hear the end of that. In any event, Amber, take it away. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about fast fashion because I want to know what that is. I know Maria has been uh, bringing it up here and there, and I want to know what it means. (laughs) Well, fast fashion is where we have now that every two weeks uh, fashion is changing and uh, invites everybody to buy and buy, and I'm not against consumerism or capitalism, but the materials that they are using now are very poor, and they rip really easy from one or two. So one or two times that you wear, then you have to get something new because it's not good anymore. So then you you give it to uh, thrift stores, you know, and like I mentioned before, uh, fashion is the number two in the world contributor to pollution. So uh, saying that is like, um, first of all, when they produce the manufacturers, uh, like in Bangladesh or over there, um, they use chemicals and dyes and whatnot. And then all the water that runs through the manufacturers, they go to the water and then they, the people in town use that water to uh, water their crops. So there's a lot of sickness over there. So that kind of includes uh, fast fashion because they're producing more and more and more, more water goes and people are getting sick. And I know that most of us here, we don't realize how is our uh, clothes done. You know, and and there's a lot of competition uh, between designers that they send uh, to um, manufacture for the masses, and that's one of the things that I don't like. So that's why I'm customized my pieces, and <clears throat> they compete a lot to get the cheaper price and the cheaper material, and but they're not really taking care of how. The manufacturing people live because they're breathing all the um, all the dust from the fabrics. Even me, when I work, I had to wear a mask because it's a little dust and I start coughing and stuff. So, you know, they're breathing now. They're affecting their lungs. And uh, then, like I said, well, you go buy two weeks later, you buy another one, and then you throw it away, like I said before. And... Uh, not everything is sold by the thrift store. So there's part of it that companies that they uh, put it in packs, you know, pallets, and then take it to Central America and people buy them. And whatever they don't buy, they go and grab all that uh, and take it to uh, Chile, to the Tacama Desert in Chile, and they throw it there. (coughs) So it's polluting a desert all the little animals or whatever is there that aspiring and eating uh, polyester and, you know, all kinds of chemicals. Cause that's, that's more or less what um, the materials, their blends are. 
And there's not, you know, I would like to go back to the, uh, like the cotton fabrics, the natural materials, like before, and to the natural dyes. That's, you know, I would like to know how to dye stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't condemn <coughs> the consumerism, but we need to learn from this, and that's where I'm coming. Yeah. I can reuse that fabric instead of throwing it away. I can do it in something else. I can appreciate that as a fiber artist. I like to work with wool and natural dyes myself. Yeah. yeah. So I make puppets. You make dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have something to say about that, David? You sounded it, it, I mean, the fast fashion industry has really kind of come up when we've gone, okay, we want to, you know, everybody's wanting to get a better deal. So buying cheaper prices. Oh, is this cheaper? Yeah. <clears throat> But it's not quality. And yes. I think that's what we're trying to say in our fashion shows is, hey, what, let's buy quality. Local fa uh, designers are, are trying to say, hey, let's make something worth quality that you could wear multiple times and have over, a, you know, over an individual's lifetime. <laughs> yeah. the, um, the thrift store industry is based on materials and stuff that was made and made quality. You're finding something that's vintage from the 60s, 70s and 80s going, OK, it's lasted that long and it's still in good enough condition. Because what fast fashion nowadays <laughs> is doing is, you know, Marie's right. You wear it three or four times and it goes through the wash a couple of times and it literally it. disintegrates <laughs> and it's then thrown away and then goes into landfills. So not only is it uh, hard on the environment to process to create them, but it's also then finding itself to landfills and just being landfill in a lot of situations. So being a little bit more wise on how the consumers are in the sense of like, you may spend a little bit more, but it's going to last a lot longer. Um, so it's, I think, finding ways of, of kind of educating people on that is going to be helpful from the sustainability of, of things and especially the fabrics we use. And, and in Maria's situation of using upcycling and recycling, of finding fabrics that were already created and going, let's give it a second life, whether it was a previous dress or curtains or tablecloths yeah. or whatever it might be is kind of a unique way of of being wise and, and fiscally responsible as a designer from a fabric side of things, but also good to the environment and uh, still creating amazing dresses. And nobody know that it's a, it's a shower <laughs> curtain, but it, when a former life, it was a shower curtain. Yeah, I know even as a fashion model or when I was modeling, I refused to push trends um, because they do get tossed. And I want to promote, and this is why I went to Venturini, because I want to promote the basics because I want to, you can mix and match. I mean, yes. so many things. Yes. And you won't find anything in my closet that's trendy. Um, my daughter kind of complains a little bit about that. But, you know, <laughs> like, I just love the basics. And it's it, it looks good. Sometimes those it's, trends, they don't quite even look that great. You know, they're just kind of trendy and they kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Move on from that. And so. also, um, a lot of the youth nowadays, mm -hmm. they want to wear what's late in fashion. And what's late in fashion, because a Hollywood actor or actresses wear it, uh, you don't know if it's going to look good on you, but you just want to wear it because she wore it. And it, you create your own fashion. You create how you look with something well done, you know, yeah, but not... What they call it, half as done. I always think the person should be the fashion statement, not the yeah, clothing, yeah. right? Yeah, like And then what what you wear mm -hmm. is what to speak about you. Yes. So it's really 
that you it's a way to express yourself how you know what you're wearing I and that. i like classy so I guess. <laughs> it used to be easy way back in the 60s everybody did that they were expressing who they were and what they were about and stuff i did have a question for the two of you i, I heard now correct me if i'm wrong and you will is that uh, the fashion industry and uh, is one of the higher users of petroleum products is that true have you heard that about what product uh, petroleum products like oils oil petroleum uh, I think it's in the blends that in is the, poly- the fibers, polyester yeah. blends, and that's yeah, right. and the yeah. fiber. The, um, can think of it not right now, but it's some of the fiber. You can you can test if it has petroleum in it. You cut a piece of the fabric, and you light a match, and it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, it's made out of petroleum. Well, there's a lot of synthetic blends that we we yeah. Over the last number of years, we've tried to get creative of like, okay, for example, you know, from a sustainability of sense, uh, we've decided, some people have decided leathers are not, you know, you know, it's it's cruelty to animals to use leather. Um, so we've created synthetic fibers that are trying to mimic in a lot of ways. And what we're finding is, is that created of creation of synthetic fibers are not, you know, yes, it might not be helping. It's helping from the ethical aspect uh, from the animals, but it's now creating its own issues. Um, those fibers are, are very thin and, and breathing those things in and are not necessarily good for us. And I'm assuming some of them probably do use petroleum products. I don't know that for sure, uh, but I know that they're creating things that, you know, that we've gone getting a little bit farther away from using the natural uh, fibers. And I think... Uh, We've got to be cautious not only in some of the the old ways of doing things, but in some of the new ways of doing things. And uh, I think just being conscious uh, about what we're doing as a fashion industry and how it impacts others. Um, And so many of it's uh, the impressionable ones as we're talking about trends and stuff. And and trends are great. I I enjoy trends, but I, I think also making sure that we're coming from a mindset of sustainability and you you know utilizing that quality aspect if we're just getting something and being willing to throw it away in two weeks you know we we need to have more of a long-term focus on what we're doing and i think um, even just from a fashion closet side of things i think so many people get away from what are your fashion staples what are the things that you have to have you can always trend off of it you can always have a pop of color to to work on a little black dress but the little black dress is iconic for a reason um, because you can style it up, you can style it down, you can wear it so many different times and ways. Um, to spend money on something like a little black dress makes way much more sense than going and buying a fast fashion, something that you're going to wear once and then, okay, now I'm going to throw it away type of thing. I've always said that. That's why I always shop for a black dress. <laughs> <laughs> I was interested to hear a little bit about um, where your inspiration came from, Maria, maybe my what? Your inspiration. Or, my inspiration. Or your... Well, <clears throat> my upcycling uh, inspiration come up from my mother. Uh, so when I was little, we didn't have uh, money to buy new clothes or new shoes. I always go to the shoemaker, put another sole in it, you know, and stretch it to make it bigger. <laughs> my mother used to sew everything for me. And 
she used to collect all the clothing from my older cousins, and she will, took it apart. And I was always sitting by her. I always tried to uh, emulate her that I wanted to cut fabric and stuff, you know. And um, she, uh, from just a little piece in here and there, matched them up, and it come out something beautiful for me that my cousin will see me wearing, and they say, oh, I know that fabric. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it was your whatever, your coat or, you know, and my mom used to do that. So that's how I got inspired by her. So it's kind of like, doing this in her memory. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the, the amazing things that I run across with designers <laughs> is, you know, it is a, you got to have the talent to be a designer. Like Maria is very talented and has an eye for this. Um, but like she says, she's been doing this not just for five years, not for 10 years. You know, she's been doing this years and years and years and developed the craft of, of, the, the sewing skills that required to do this. Um, I think it's one of the lost arts that I feel is, is happening in society these days. You know, it is a trade skill that's passed on from generation to generation. And so many kids nowadays, are, I don't think a lot of parents even have sewing machines anymore. No, they don't. So <clears throat> even little alterations like, well, I guess we can't get this or let's make sure we buy something else where it is already fit to them instead of going, oh, I can, <clears throat> I can hem the pants and... Do this and that and the other. I have a lot of clients that are coming for me to, uh, you know, they have the uh, the hem undone. They don't even have a needle and threads to, they can fix it or put a button or s simple things like that. So to me, it's okay. <laughs> well, Maria, you but, should know that I'm writing kids' books and they will be including patterns that the children have to cut out and sew to make puppets so that way they can gain skills. Oh, so that would we be have, cool. We have a lot in common, even though we've got like two different. I'm in the fiber arts, which is, um, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's made out of wool. Wool and embroidery and silks and everything natural. Um, but it's not fashion. But it's still teaching those skills yeah, yeah. and um, really promoting to the little guys um, because there really isn't a lot out there. And yeah. I'm hoping to eventually bring the fiber arts back to the family and back to the children. Um, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wanted to share that. We, we have that in common. We can do a little collaboration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Venturini puppet. <laughs> do any of you do anything with hemp? Um, I have some... No, like, not that kind of hemp. Not that kind of hemp. <laughs> you but, mean like jewelry or like no, the, the, you can you can um you can crochet. make fabric out of out of hemp. Did you know that? Oh yeah, that would be. Uh -huh. They are yeah. um, you know they are hats made out of hemp. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, the other one that cracks me up is bamboo. I mean, bamboo yeah. fabrics is another one. Yeah. That's, and it's a sustainable fabric that we can you know easily get more of. And you can't get rid of bamboo out of your yard if you tried. It just keeps coming it's back. Coming back, yeah. Have you guys yes, ever... I think it's renewable uh, recycle. So it has a cycle. You just take it and it comes. It's like the trees. You cut a tree, you plant a tree, and the tree will grow. So, you know, if we put two trees, if when we cut one, that will be wonderful. Have you guys ever worn bamboo fabric before by chance? I've, I've got bamboo sheets. I mean, okay. I, I, I haven't done... Uh, 
I don't think I've had any bamboo fabrics, uh, clothing have, fabrics. I've worn it. It's my favorite shirt. Super soft. Yeah, it's just the best. <laughs> it's it's kind of like linen, very, mm-hmm. very uh, fresh and cool wearing. It's really nice. And also, I, I've been worked uh, before with pineapple leather. Really? <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> and, and cork leather. <laughs> I have a pineapple allergy, so I probably should not wear pineapple leather. Uh, (laughs) I was thinking about having a pineapple pizza. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So, so in any event, uh, let's let's go over your information because we're going to run out of time here again. Uh, David, tell us what you've got coming up. You've got cars and 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 airplanes and and people wearing clothes. Sure. Uh, so the company is called Fashion District Northwest. We produce uh, three fashion shows, two of which are coming up soon, which is the Couture and Cars Fashion Show, which can be found at coutureandcars.com. Uh, and that's on July 22nd. And we still have tickets available. And then for September 30th at the Museum of Flight, we have Fashion in Flight, which can be found at fashioninflight.org. And um, we've got uh, some amazing designers that we're going to be showcasing for both of those shows. Maria being one of those for Fashion and Flight. So we're excited and would love to see uh, many of you uh, come from, from Radioland, come, come to the shows. If somebody wants to get tickets, how do they get to the car show? Uh, tickets, uh, ticket links on our main website, so coutureandcars.com. Um, you can also type that in and you'll find, um, find that. But if you go to coutureandcars.com, one of the main buttons on the website is tickets. And that's right next to the Tacoma Dome. Yep, right next to the Tacoma Dome. Uh, it's uh, pretty easy to uh, access. We've got free parking uh, for both of our shows. We've got free parking today and age. I don't know if you went and saw what was going on at the uh, with the All-Star Weekend, but having to pay $120 for parking for, for All-Star Baseball seems ridiculous. But we've got parking set up for free within walking distance of, of both of the museums, which is great uh, and nice things. But uh, tickets for Couture and Cars cost... Uh, VIP is $85, second, third row is $55. And then for fashion and flight, uh, we've got tickets at $80 and uh, second, third row at $50. Are you kidding? Parking down by Safeco, or what is it called now? Um, it's not Safeco Field, but um, anyway. T-Mobile. T-Mobile Field, 125 bucks for parking? 120 bucks. yeah, was what they were charging for parking over the weekend. How much was a hot dog, I wonder? Anyway, that's 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 capitalism at its finest. So in in any event, so and Marie, you're going to be featured at the show on the twenty second. No, but I will be there as a, a guest. But I will be fe- featuring my uh, fall winter two thousand twenty three twenty four at the Museum of Light. So whomever wants to see the new what's what's new for. Uh, fall and winter, uh, they can come to the um, Museum of Light and, says, and, and th- see it. And that show will be on September 30th, Saturday, September yeah. 30th. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And, and you can get tickets for that on fashioninflight.org. Very good. And Amber, you've got a magazine that just came out. Yeah, I got a magazine. We're still accepting some submissions. I think we have about maybe three more spots. The deadline is going to be... End of August, I think. Um, preferably sooner if you can, but you know you have till August. 
um, to get your stuff in. And then we'll release again sometime in September, last couple of weeks of September. But you just released one now. I did. And where can they pick up a digital copy of that? Um, they can pick that up on your website at kmmedia.pro. Surprise! Yes. And then Maria and David are going to be collaborating with Holly Berry and me on the next autumn cover issue. Um, and some of my pieces that I'm going to show on the 30th are going to be there. Yes. Yeah, one of these days we'll have to have Holly on the show. Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you guys are, it's it's tremendous what you guys are doing with with you creating fashions out of garments that otherwise would be in a landfill somewhere. Yep. And and you, I love the marketing of combining cars and, and, and airplanes with fashion so that you can appeal to the entire family. And you might even get some crossover. We we want we're just trying to keep it keep it interesting, keep it exciting, and and try to draw on as many um, audience members that might be interested in either the cars, planes, or the fashion. That's just super. So, um, Amber, I'm, before we go, we've got a minute and a half. I'm going to give you the opportunity to say anything about these two or fashion or anything that you would like to say. I would definitely be attending these events. They are family friendly, so bring your kids and enjoy fashion with Maria and David. <laughs> You got a minute and a half left. Keep oh, going. I have more time. <laughs> oh, what do I say? Do you guys? <laughs> you... <laughs> well, I would just say thank you. It's been great to, to have an audience, and we're we're excited about what we're doing. And it's an opportunity for us to get um, for these designers. So thank you very much for having us today. Oh yes, yeah, thank you, thank you so much for having me. And I'm trying to put a little bit of uh, two cents uh, into everybody's head to help. Uh, with pollution and to make this world better for future generations. Thank you for letting me speak about that. From your mouth to God's ears, we need to get to, we need to get that handled uh, because it's it's. I'm looking out here; it's a beautiful building, and we can see the sun. And when you look directly at the sun, it's because there's haze between here and the sun, and uh, it's not as quite as clear and as beautiful as I'd like to see it. Um, so we have some work to do. Again, yes. Again, by the way, you're listening to Positive Talk Radio on KK. Oops. We're on KKNW Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then we're on Kixie on Friday. So it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday. And so you can't keep from missing us. Uh, Eric, thank you very much for being here. And by the way, everybody, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you Monday. <laughs>